actually uh, in the whole process your your approach towards life should be sustainable that makes lot of difference and that ultimately percolated in the architecture also my name is manish paul simon and you're listening to the ah gyan podcast india's first and very own architecture podcast this is episode number 13 with architect sanjay patel Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Ah Gyan podcast. Today we have with us a renowned architect from Nashik Maharashtra, architect Sanjay Patel. He runs a firm called Environment Planners, which over the years has garnered various awards and accolades for their work in sustainable architecture and design. On this episode, Sanjay Sir shares his journey in architecture, right from studying the JJ School of Architecture in the 80s starting his own firm called Environment Planners the influence of nature in his designs great advice for young architects his views on architectural education and the future of architecture you'll get all the show notes and links packed with a lot of information on akyan.com/13 also guys if you like our podcast Please do leave us a rating and review on whichever podcast platform you're listening from. And also, do take a screenshot of our podcast and post it back on Instagram by hashtagging @akyan and tagging us which is @akyan and we will put it back in our Instagram stories and feature you guys on our Instagram page. Also guys, check out this podcast called Good for Construction hosted by Isha Bajaj. It's also a podcast on architecture where she interviews young architects which again is going to benefit you as an architect. Do check it out on any major podcast platform as Good for Construction. Now without further ado, we have with us architect Sanjay Patel. He begins the episode by sharing how he got into architecture and his journey. Yes. architecture is uh, science plus art uh, and earlier i wanted to i mean parents were forcing me to at least try for engineering or medicine i tried that but uh, uh, after that time it was ssc uh, and then we had to appear for the pre degree science so i appeared for the science pre degree science and after that i realized ki this is not my cup of tea cup of tea my engineering and medicine so i decided to join architecture fortunately that time the eligibility for the architecture was pre degree science so uh, i was and from that that year only there was entrance examination at jj this But, was 75 is it Yes, but I was again a fortunate uh, because there were sixty seats and there were sixty candidates appeared for the exam, oh, okay. and I was <laughs> one of the last few. <laughs> yeah. How was your experience studying in JJ back in the good old days in Bombay? Sir? Yeah, actually, uh, in those days, Nashik was also a small town, uh, small town, and uh, I uh, I studied in vernacular medium. Uh, my english was also very poor that time very poor so um, coming to in uh, bombay was quite overwhelming uh, in the cosmopolitan culture and i was that was really your first shy. time is it in bombay yeah, that's what my first time and i was quite shy that time 
So I was just an observer. Uh, and then I slowly I got tuned with uh, all the uh, all my other friends uh, in the class. <clears throat> and actually, uh, being observant in nature, uh, my life was in Mumbai was quite uh, uh, interesting in the sense of I got matured uh, because uh, Bombay gave me so many connections with different communities, religions, languages. And that really enriched my uh, personal life because uh, that uh, added to my personal uh, uh, personality actually. Because I was from the very, uh, it is like a shallow, I was in the shallow uh, pond and Bombay was much different in all respect. And campus, uh, JJ campus, as you know, it's very beautiful campus, uh, very old heritage structure with a lot of trees and brilliant environment. And fortunately, there was uh, there were uh, all these dis- different dif- discipline uh, happening there. You no, know, the art there was art school, fine art school, sculpture, and all that. So that that was also one of the good aspect of uh, having um, being in that campus. And third thing was interaction with the seniors was very important because we used to work for the seniors when we were a junior. <laughs> and that also taught me taught us quite a good thing. In fact. Uh, that is also one of the very important aspect of learning architecture. Awesome. So you graduated in the 80s and you decided to start your firm soon after, right? So what made you decide to start your own firm right after graduation? Yeah, frankly speaking, uh, my average, I I wanted to uh, work in metros uh, like Bombay or maybe Ahmedabad, Delhi. But my Average mark ensured that I, <laughs> all these dreams will not be true, because I, <laughs> I uh, so I have to come back. I, of course, I had decided to come back to Nasik ultimately because I want to. I love my city very much, and uh, so I thought hey, I should go to Nasik immediately after my graduation, since I was not getting job anywhere, as I said earlier. So marks were so relevant uh, even back in the day, is it? Yes, yes, very much. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and then I, uh, I start. I worked there in one firm for uh, three to four months, but then I thought some opportunity came, and then I started my on my own. My friend gave me a, a place to work and uh, offered me some small jobs, and uh, that that really initiated the my own practice. And uh, how was the experiences of starting or setting up a firm in the 80s in the city of Nasik? Yeah, at that time architecture was not well recognized as a profession. Yeah, you must have probably was, been the only architect there, right? No, no, there were few seniors also, but they were they were few in numbers, frankly speaking. And people were uh, really not so aware of what is architecture and what architecture can make difference to them. Uh, in real sense, because till then the accommodation was the only criteria for the uh, overall in architecture uh, architectural scenario. So, so it was little tough for us. But then slowly that culture was developing. My senior was also very good in Nasik, so they helped me also a lot. But uh, more, what is the advantage for? What was the advantage for me was I was. Uh, I was not worked with any anybody, uh, so I was not carrying any philosophy with me. So I was open-minded uh, that 
and open to uh, all ideas to receive all ideas basically in this process uh, i also traveled a lot uh, during this process and meeting architects discussing with the architects was uh, was prime uh, aspect of my tours in india that time so that also enriched me in the overall process of architecture so you started on your own and then you said that you were not working under someone for much period right but you developed your own yes. philosophy of design and uh, you yes. integrated nature into it so can you tell us more about your design philosophies yes actually uh, I, I since i was from a, a farmer community and i was born in oh, my parents my grandparents were from the villages so my childhood really went into Uh, staying in villages and then subsequently uh, subsequently in the city where old city we were our lot of friends were there so we used to go through their houses and then roam around in the old cities and that was also one of the influences which i had and <clears throat> with that uh, uh, concept and then my uh, own tours and uh, other relevant experiences in the field of architecture uh i started my uh, job and uh, fortunately i got one renovation project that was your first project is it that was my first pro- i mean one of the first project there were few uh, small projects i did but this this project really uh, put me under limelight then that was the uh, masani farmhouse renovation and that 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 time it uh, this was a old farmhouse uh, and the owners were uh, they they were chartered accountant and they were staying on the farm and then they returned from the recently uh, that time uh, returned from the U- uk they want they were staying in the house old house they wanted to renovate that house so many people uh, advised him to uh, demolish that house and build no new house and then when he approached me um, i i found some potential in that house and then uh, i suggested we can renovate this house and then or upgrade this house rather and since they were also in uk they were following some they were and uh, understanding some <coughs> uh, traditional principles and then the heritage also so so the idea was clicked with them so that time i used to uh, i used to have motorcycle and drafting board so we used to take that drafting board on site major drawing so we, <laughs> so I, this was a single man army that time okay. so i, <laughs> so I majored the whole drawing and then draw all the drawings were made basic drawings and so then, you used to literally yeah. sit on site and uh, do the drawings yes, yes. and then yes because that major drawing you have to be on site and i i was alone that time no no staff was there wow so but how did you manage to put a big drafting board on the bike and those jugaad yeah so the jugaad again tied up with the rope and then i went for motor bike that because that that used to that farm used to be out of nasik city is almost 4 5 kilometers from the city all right great so yeah. that was your first project and then you went on to do multiple projects from residences to yes. institutions commercial projects yes how have you managed to incorporate sustainability in such a large level sir yeah actually uh, in the whole process your your approach towards life should be sustainable that makes lot of difference 
and uh, i am of that believe i was i am believer of that kind of philosophy and that ultimately percolated in the architecture also because uh, that is a need of time i think and uh, so so again this conservation project was also part of the sustainable approach like you don't destroy that but you really upgrade that so so from there sustainable started i was uh, i was having concept of uh, going close to the nature i am uh, i am a trekker so i love nature also so i always wanted to have this kind of integration of nature in the building and that and of course the sustainable sustainability is also there good light ventilation proper orientation so they all these factors uh, you know add to the concept right and these days there are various definitions to sustainability right yes how would you describe sustainability and how can architects and designers incorporate sustainability in their design i think uh, we should make uh, a maximum utility utilization of the natural resources uh, and uh, we should not waste into that so we should, if, if we are blessed with the sky as charles curie used to say Uh, so we we should use that light to best of our and we are blessed with the nice ventilation climate and more or i think if we design our building in proper uh, proper way uh, that will really consume less uh, energy and it will give better comfort without consuming any energy so that is how uh, i think uh, they approach to my design okay awesome bro so you from nashik and you seen the transformation of the city from the back in the day right so how is the city of nashik transformed from the time you started your practice till date yeah because uh, when i started practice nashik was a very small town i mean it's a, you know, of course that time that time also it was a very lovely city but uh, slowly as all other cities grow uh there industrialist and development happened and a lot of uh, small bungalows now getting converted into apartments buildings the fsi pressure is there land cost increasing so uh, now uh, instead of small uh, bungalows small houses now there are bigger houses bigger apartments they are coming up uh, more uh, malls commercial buildings commercialist uh, aspects there they are now in 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 thing in the nasik is that a and good thing or a bad thing so it's a it depends i mean city one has city has to grow to say but there should be limit to that uh, there is one thing the second thing that with this development the infrastructure should also grow like if you have good public transport which is i think all our major cities are lacking only few cities are having public transport where two tier cities are really having poor public transport so uh, i think with this simultaneously if all these things happen infrastructure increases then city should grow rather right uh, moving on uh, you've been on the jury panel for uh, various architecture schools across the country right yes so what is your take on architectural education how have you seen it grow from the time you did architecture till now yes of course the first aspect is the uh, sustainability in architecture uh, so that is uh, almost uh, we consider 
you know give prior I mean, prime importance to this aspect and, uh, and then integration of nature of course uh, but nowadays i am also insisting i mean also verifying the uh, appropriate uh, you know use of technology in in terms of quantification and analysis of the building so we must now know the performance of the building uh, and i think that is the need of time nowadays uh, so that is also one of the important aspect one should consider in the education and while uh, we consider this also important in the while make making assessment of the projects when i'm jury panel and also um, in education all these aspects are important now we must uh, be able to quantify justify uh, and give the give the performance of the building in advance so that our buildings are full proof so you properly design it in considering the climate uh, environment sustainability so all the all these aspects can be predetermined it's not a just a uh, uh, you know uh, patching it, covering it with the glass box so building should perform well absolutely so you are big fan of technology as well right the way the world is changing and how we can best use it to yes yes I, yes very very correct i mean i i i am a fan of technology but i also believe in tradition so the all the traditional spirit should also be there that that aspect of uh, old traditional concepts which uh, which really give the, the architecture a different dimension than the other worlds otherwise the whole world becomes one in that case absolutely and do you think there's a need for some change in the system of architectural education in india yes as i said uh, it it should not be only aesthetics uh, that play in, uh, that is important in the uh, building uh, i mean the education aspect but the proper uh, approach towards the uh, sustainable aspects of the architecture the, um, the performance of building that is nowadays which is possible that is what i am repeating again uh, but i am uh, i am like, like i would uh, suggest that every uh, every college should have uh, in architecture should have this uh, performance analysis in their college right. and they should teach to the uh, students awesome so coming back to your the various works you've done which project do you consider your favorite or do you have any favorite projects among all the other projects that you've done <laughs> it's it's asking uh, to father who is your uh, uh, best child <laughs> <laughs> so all the projects are uh, you know close to our heart in, in a different even a small extension is also uh, close to my heart or like this renovation which i did first uh, but and then the institute that we did also uh, you know close to me so difficult to uh, say the institute the one you're talking about is ymc uh, ycmou library is it ycmou library there then there are uh, mit bujbal uh, knowledge city mit college of architecture so the uh, mit school uh, educational institute then sandeep foundation so all these uh, buildings are quite interesting i mean all the institutes building are quite interesting and satisfying awesome and how would you describe your work process or the way you approach each project 
um, actually the approach is very simple and logical we basically uh, what site uh, you know site many times uh, suggest to uh, the solutions and uh, that gives you more inf- insp- uh, information and inspiration about the uh, building project uh, and if it is sloping slide it has the directional aspects or orientation aspect of the site so accordingly you have to orient to the orient your buildings the topography of site and the landscape existing landscape on site so all this all these things matter a lot so like site uh, analysis and swot analysis I, yes site uh, analysis yeah yeah go ahead yeah site analysis climate analysis uh context analysis all these things are you know important and if you if you try and analyze all these things then solution will naturally and then you have program what you have to do space uh, planning project, yeah and then uh, all these things get naturally integrated with the with the with the site and then the design all right awesome but lot of clients they also look for vastu compliant designs right but do you feel yes. that vastu sometimes interferes with our the design logic or our design concepts yeah frankly speaking yeah frankly speaking i consider it as a bylaw like it is a, it is a must thing to do and like in like in municipal bylaw corporation bylaws you follow so according to that this is also kind of bylaws and then you follow them i uh, i have not come across any issues about that and we could i mean fortunately when we analyze the previous buildings when right vastu concept was not so popular in, the, uh, in india but prior to that whatever works we did were quite vastu compliant because they were they were following the natural laws of ventilation and like absolutely so your southeast kitchen and your northeast yes, yes. everything and, is as yeah, per scientific yeah, yeah most of the project were complying uh, yeah students right but uh, do so they, are, they are basically basically these are the uh, you know climate oriented uh, aspect but they are otherwise what nowadays it's a ferrocycosis which is involved more into this if you don't do this it will yeah be a problem yeah, exactly. not the case <laughs> because yeah. lot of builders it's become the selling point right was to compliant house yeah, was to compliant house yeah <laughs> that is actually not really important all right all right so uh, where do you see architecture headed in the future especially for india i think uh, i am also traveling a lot and in, in smaller cities and even metros uh, around all across india and i am saying that there is a good kind of uh, awareness uh, i am seeing in young generation of architects and i am quite happy with their with their approach to design their integrity their passion so i am quite hopeful and i am quite positive about the uh, future architecture in india and they are they are not really after just a style but they are really thinking at grassroots level uh, so recently i was in solapur i was in surat in a couple of days back so i think and i have seen in fact many young architects work and it is amazing and i am very positively hopeful about the architecture but we should really uh, i mean we should really uh, follow the architecture in, in two sense not just make a mimicry of architecture 
a lot of architecture students uh, don't really stick to architecture after they graduate right they go to move on to other fields so what is your take on that i think uh, ultimately everybody will, will have to follow their own passion uh but architecture is a very good base to give multiple options in uh, in in all all fields maybe may it be management field it can be art field or uh, so uh, architecture base is always like if it, if you are in drama if you are in cinema so these all the stage designing and everything in there like for example will make lot of uh, sense if architecture is there if you are doing photography it will help if you are if you are on your field so architecture is a very good base for various option of career in future so even if one doesn't pursue uh, his career in architecture there are many options which but the base is good architecture base right so i think more engineers should move on to architecture right <laughs> <laughs> yes anybody should move on towards architecture <laughs> all right coming to the Maybe, yeah go ahead i mean uh, the passion is important for architecture so uh, i have seen many uh, non professionally trained architects are doing fantastic work great all right and coming to the quick fire round what is or which is your favorite architecture book or the book which has inspired you the most i think joffrey bawar's uh, work and his book also inspired me a lot charles coria's book is also there mr doshi's book is also there so i got more inspired from these people more close to me wow have you met uh, all of them in person yes uh, and joffrey i haven't but uh, i've seen his all his work in sri lanka okay uh, yes coria many multiple times mr doshi is quite close to me oh great so, so i was fortunate to be with them for a good time awesome and you work with lot of sustainable materials and uh, different materials in our construction right so which has yes. been your favorite uh, material yeah stone and bricks do you have any reason why you chose stone and I bricks mean, they look quite rooted i mean uh, in the structure i mean and in in our region particularly we have a lot of black basalt so like basalt and bricks also in close region so uh, i love stone like <laughs> use a wonderful i mean that uh, use of i normally try to use this stone even if it is in institute in small bungalows or somewhere i would like to use the stone natural material preferably natural material which is your favorite style of architecture of course it's libby vernacular right or superrooted uh, contemporary vernacular I will, i will call it a contemporary vernacular it, it should be contemporary but it it should have the spirit of vernacular awesome how could uh, you define contemporary vernacular like uh, it should have that spirit of traditional spirit should flow in the contemporary aspect like you can have the natural resources coming into your your building like we used to have courtyards earlier we used to have connection with the street i mean all these small elements make a lot of difference to the integration of landscape all that used to be there earlier good old houses nice courts inside inside houses so nice charokas hello what is charokas charokas charoka i mean roof lights oh, okay right right yeah. great 
and uh, what is a typical day in your life look like yeah i am a early riser and i get up early and uh, i have i start my day with early site visits uh, either on foot or i jog uh, or i cycle or i cycle to the place so i integrate my exercise with the site visit so i <laughs> visit my site and i i i mean that gives me a lot of you know kind of inspiration feel about the site i i really go through them that that gives me different you know look towards i mean aspect towards the design and then i sometimes you you change your design to to certain extent but then you you experience that space since the beginning and uh, i enjoy that process and that time most mm-hmm. of the time nobody is on the site so it's a different experience one should really uh, try this <laughs> so you go alone to site you analyze the site on your own and then you wait yes. for the contractors and all that to come is yes. <laughs> all right yes. and that is also integrated with my morning walks or morning jogs or cycling that is so i i guess most of your sites are also close yeah. to your uh, office mostly in the city if it is little longer than 5 10 kilometers i cycle to that place okay and then then come back to my again back to home i have a brunch i take uh, i mean brunch uh, so lunch i don't have it in office nowadays and uh, till work till uh, evening up to 7 730 oh wow and then i have my own time to attend drama music uh, movies so all this so i enjoy all aspect of life and so you and not only practice sustainability in architecture but sustainability in life as well yes i think we should have our own life i mean lifestyle should be sustainable not only the architecture all right great so and coming to a close uh, what is the one thing that you feel that i should have asked but uh, didn't I think you have not uh, not asked me. Do you have any special talents? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. What uh, yeah, are your special but, uh, talents? Yeah. Yeah. I have none. <laughs> yeah. But I am passionately curious. That's that you can call it a talent. And what one advice would you give to the future architects and young architects coming up? Yeah. As, as I said, you should be passionately curious. That is the most important aspect. Uh, observe uh, your surrounding nature people uh, and try to enjoy every aspect every uh, good aspect of your life uh, enjoy nature enjoy music enjoy dance enjoy drama enjoy movies so that also will enrich your architecture wow brilliant sir so thanks a lot for doing this for the arkyan podcast thank you so much what is the best way our listeners could get in touch with you in case they would like to come over to your office or maybe collaborate with you in the future and they can google uh, they will get my all the details in, on net so my office my office my mail address is environmentplanners1980 gmail.com and uh, address they will get it from the my website you don't use uh, social media so much is it i am i am on the social media they can also contact me on i am on the facebook instagram both all right
All right, sir. Great. So we'll put up all the show notes and links in this episode along with your social media handles. Thank you. Thank you. You guys can get in touch with Sanjay, sir. He's a great architect from Nashik, and he's he's done absolutely exemplary work in the field of sustainability and design. All right, guys. So that was the end of episode thirteen. I'm sure you liked this episode. Please do leave us a rating and review on whichever podcast platform you're listening from. If you would like to follow architect Sanjay Patil sir's work and also his life, do check out his Instagram handle, which is A R Sanjay Patil. He shares daily posts, I mean at least a weekly post on his journey across India in the field of architecture and design. So we have a very interesting guest on our next episode, which I'm sure is going to intrigue your thoughts on architectural education, architecture, and also the way you practice architecture. Do stay tuned, like, subscribe, and if you'd like to reach out to us, do mail us at manish at achyan dot com. You could share your thoughts on this podcast, and also if you'd like to have any particular architect or someone related to architecture in the podcast, do leave us a mail, and we would get right to it. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next episode, this is your host Manish Paul signing off.